This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, I thank you this morning. We slept and we awoke because the Lord sustained us according to your word in Psalm 3 verse 5. We have come this morning to say thank you. Thank you for yesterday's day one of the open door fasting and prayer. Thank you for all the prayers that were offered. Thank you for answers to them all. Thank you for the workers meeting. Thank you for this morning revival hour. We are particularly grateful for the revival hour. How you are setting our feet on the right path daily, Monday to Saturday. Feeding us your word, bringing your word to us, strengthening our heart, teaching us how to pray. Lord Jesus, we are grateful. This morning, my father, one thing I ask of you is that you please open my eyes, open the eyes of all your children that are joining us, that will yet join us, and those that will listen to the podcast later. Open the eyes of their heart, Lord, that they may see you. And let Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Turn your Bible with me to Exodus chapter 20. 20, I mean, Exodus 15 from verse 22. Exodus 15 from verse 22. And if we have um, Sister Divine, I've been looking for your name and then it's your husband's name that comes to my mouth. Now, so Sister Divine, we are reading Exodus 15 and then from verse 22. I will read from 22. Uh, you will finish, you will read, you will read from verse 25 to 27. I read from here. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. I want you to open your mouth and say, and they found no water. And they found no water. Now, verse 23, and when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. This morning, God will turn every Marah experience. He will turn them around in this day, too, of the opening door, fasting and prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever that represents bitterness in your life now, now. Even before we finish this revival hour, you will be singing a new song in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, now he said, therefore, the name of it was called Mara, because that place, the water was bitter. And the people more more against Moses, saying, what shall we drink? Now, verse 25 to 27. Praise the Lord, 25. Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He what threw it. Mo- what? Hold on, hold on. What did Moses did? Cried let's, out. Let's, let's say together, everybody. Let's submit our device. Our devices. What did Moses did? And he cried out. He cried out unto the Lord, brethren. That is what you need to do. Murmuring, complaining will not solve your problem. Cry, cry, like we were praying now. Cry in the place of prayer. Go ahead. Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, 
and the water became fit to drink. Mm. There the Lord issued a ruling and instruction for them and put them to the test. 26, he said, if you listen carefully to the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his command and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. 27. Go ahead. And they came to Elim, where there were 12 springs and 70 palm trees, and they camped there near the water. Praise the mm. Lord. Hallelujah. The word of God is, is, is a joy and love, like David said. Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 15, 16, said that what we have found. He said, I ate it, that what we have found, and I ate it, and it becomes joy, rejoicing. I could, I could feel what, what Jeremiah felt when he said that statement. I could feel what David felt when David devoted all, the entire of Psalm 119, the longest chapter in the Bible on the word of God, the status. Now look at what the Bible tells us there. He says that, and they cry, and Moses, he cried unto the Lord this morning, as you cry unto the Lord, the Lord will hear your cry. Amen. I said, the Lord will hear your cry. Amen. Now, quickly, before we move into another set of cry unto the Lord. God has been bringing his word to us on Jehovah Jireh. The Lord, our provider. The case study of Abraham in Genesis 22. Brethren, one thing I have come to appreciate in the word of God, like I have shared with you in many of my own personal testimony, this is not an ordinary book. This book is true. It's not a novel. I have proven this book over and over again. I have seen it work practically in my life. So it's not like any other book. It's a special, that's why it's called Holy Bible. It is God himself. If you, if, you, if you obey what is inside, you do it diligently, you will be fat and flourishing in all areas of your life. Your eyes cannot be blind to anything. The, in fact, mere studying it alone opens your eyes to a lot of things. I pray this morning you'll be a lover of the word of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Jehovah Jireh. Yesterday, the Lord took us through the story, uh, the prophecy of Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul must have learned about who God is before he said, man, my God. He was praying for the church at Thessalonians, you know, through Epaphroditus. And my God, in chapter 4, verse 19, shall supply all your needs according to his riches. So <clears throat> there's nothing you are going to ask God for one, that he doesn't know. Two, that he doesn't have the resources to answer them all. He has everything. Now, this day, on this, this day three of this series, now we are going to look at what to do to experience the power, the power of Jehovah Jireh, to experience the power in Jehovah. That power, Jehovah Jireh is the Lord, my provider. What must you do? I want to encourage you to take note for your own personal education. And then you can go back to the word of God as well. 
Now, we, this is a, another example for us this morning from Jehovah Jireh. The people, remember God has led them in chapter 14. The story was that these people, they crossed the Red Sea gallantly. Their enemy were drawn in the sea before their own eyes. They were not sleeping. It has never happened before. We have never seen it up to this time. We don't know whether it will happen tomorrow. But the Lord did it. Now, in verse chapter 15, they began to praise God for his marvelous work. And then in chapter so towards the end, the people that were praising God in the morning, from chapter verse one, Moses, you know, composed a song and they were praising. Then if I if I Miriam, you know, I was reading this one, I read verse 21 of this same chapter. Verse 21. Verse 21 said, I'm Miriam answer I'm Exodus 20 and um, Exodus 15. Now, Exodus 15, verse 21. And Miriam answered them, saying, Sing ye to the Lord, for he had triumphed gloriously, the horse and his rider, as he thrown into the sea. And when I read it, I said, Ah, but this same Miriam, a composer, in a prophetess, did not end well. And I remember one day when I see stories like this, ah, it triggers me. I said, Lord, I'll go to God in prayer again. And I say, Lord, show me my end. Because you say the end of a thing is better than the beginning. The Lord did not answer me immediately. I say, show me my end. That's why you need to study the Bible for yourself. I don't study the Bible because I want to preach. No, for myself. I say, Lord, show me my end. You can do it. Show me what the end look like. And one day I was studying the scripture, which is for my own personal education. And the Lord showed me my hand when I found it. I said, praise God. And I began to bless the Lord. And the Lord showed me what that looks like. Brethren, Jehovah Jireh. These people were faced with tests. They were testing. Now, the same way you are testing now. The same way there is something in your heart that's making you testy for God. Or testy for physical things. Maybe water, maybe food, maybe clothes, maybe money, maybe shoes, maybe scholarship, maybe good health, maybe marriage, maybe, maybe babies, whatever thing. And then they go to a place called Mara. Now, I remember one day that the Lord brought this word to us on this, this particular example. There was something God said to us. I wrote it down in the office. And I remember later, myself and brother Samson were still discussing about that word that God said, I've not heard it before, and it's, I'm still going to say it this morning by the hand of the Holy Ghost. He says that don't allow your situation to make you bitter. It was the water that was bitter. So the people, it wasn't, it wasn't the Israelite, it was the water that was bitter. But the water was bitter and the people became bitter. And I won't forget that word. God said, don't allow your situation to make you bitter. Because it is the water that is bitter, if you look at it. So instead of the people, they have seen the power of God. Instead of them now taking steps, by now God expects them to have no what to do when they are free. Can I tell you, brethren? As long as your eyes is still open and you will all live long, we will all live long. I will live long up to fourth generation. Every one of us, 
for as long as we are in this war, there will always be one Mara and you know situation. Let that be to be in your mind. As long as you are still breathing, there will be one issue that requires the overjara stepping into your life. There will always be one thing daily. And so you better learn now how to approach Jehovah Jireh so that he can step into your situation. But the people of Jesus did not learn. Instead, what were they doing in verse 24? And the people murmur. And that is exactly what we are doing. That's exactly what majority of believers are doing. And it's as if God doesn't answer prayer. They murmur instead of praising God. They murmur instead of spending time to devote on the wall, to learn from page to page, say, Lord, open my eyes, open my eyes, open my eyes. They murmur, saying, what shall we drink? I mean, if a God could part the Red Sea, I don't know how deep Red Sea may be. I mean, scientists will tell us. I don't know how deep, and God parted and make it like a wall in their very eyes. They were not sleeping. Can the same God not provide water for them? But the murmur instead. In the name of Jesus, beginning from now, you will no longer murmur against God. Beginning from now, when you are confronted with any situation, the first thing that will come to your mind will not be murmuring. The first thing will be, praise the Lord. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. He has done it before. He will do it again. That should be our attitude when you are faced with a problem. That should be your approach when you are faced with anything. Now, and Moses, a man who knew God's way, knew what to do. He cried to God. He prayed to God. He sought the Lord's face like David, and the Lord showed him what to do. Brethren, for you, what must you do? Number one, to experience the power of Jehovah Jireh, to experience his provision power, God's power in different areas of life. This is about provision. And we understand that this is not about you need money. Man's needs is more than money. Spiritual needs is the first need. Now, number one, know the ways of God. Moses knew God's way, but the people knew, knew God's act. They eat bread all the time. When the bread has finished, they complain. Uh, why is the mosquito biting them? When God healed them, the next thing is another, when they are faced with a problem. Number one, for you to experience it daily for the rest of your life. This same God is still the same God. He has not changed. The same God with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they are, they are Israelite, all of that, the apostles, till now, till this moment, he has not changed. What must you do? Number one, know the ways of God. Are you born again? What it means to be born again? Have you been renewed in your spirit? Is your spirit, have you been transformed internally? Do you think like him? Isaiah 55 tells us, he said, for my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As the heavens is far from the earth, so is my way, you know, from your ways and your thoughts from my thoughts. Now, turn your Bible with me to Psalm 103. What must you do as a person to experience it? Maybe you are faced with financial situation now. What must you do 
to overcome that problem. Number one, know the ways of God. Don't go for his act. His act is miracle. You see all this, they are the act. But go and press in to know God himself. Psalm 103, verse 7. He made known his ways unto Moses. God will make known his ways unto you this morning. Say, God will make, I say, God will make known his ways unto you this morning. In the name of Jesus. If you are not sleeping on mute your device and shout it loud, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's act unto the children of Israel. So God has ways. So Psalm 103, verse 7, he made known his ways and his acts, plural. So one of your prayer points you are going to pray, and I want you to write them down. You, you see, the space of time we have now will not allow us to pray very well. So you have the time now. Today is Saturday. Go and pray it after the revival hour. Lord, show me your ways. I want to know you. Once you know the ways of God, then you will know whenever you are faced with a situation where God needs to provide. Then, once you know the way of God, you will see Jehovah Jireh in action. You will see him immediately. We don't have time. Number two, what must you do? Note it down. For you to experience, for your family to experience the, the, the power in Jehovah Jireh. That's the provision power. Is trust the law with all your heart. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5 tells us something. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5 tells us something. It says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with what? Let's omit our devices and read together. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with what? With all thy heart. With all that I had, Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. And with what? And all thy soul. And with what? All thy might. With all thy might. All thy might. All thy heart. All thy soul. Trust the Lord. When you trust somebody, you love that person. You see, love. When you are in love with person, you trust that person. So when you trust the law, when you love the law with the whole of your heart, you will trust him. You will know that if he has done it before, he will do it again. If he has done it before, if he has provided for me in the past, he will provide for me again. I want you to unmute your devices and say it boldly. Say, if God has done it before, he will do it for me again. If God has done it for me before, He will do it again. So let that. So trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't have a divided heart. And if God did not answer me in this day, two of fasting and prayer, I know what to do. I know what to do. I know. I'm just going to call that uncle. That's the reason why God will not answer you. I'm telling you. The moment you have plan B, God doesn't want to share his glory with any man. The moment you have plan B in your heart, and you come to again, Lord, show me your heart, show me your way, show me your way. He will just be looking at you. He won't answer. I'm telling you, it's scriptural. 
But when you, well, if it's the only one you have, no any other plan B, you are not thinking of any other plan B, you know if he won't help you, you are not going anywhere, then wait for his salvation. You will see salvation. So number two, what must you do? Trust the Lord with all your heart. He can provide. Even in the desert, if you are living in, if you are hearing from a desert right now, water is springing from, from that desert. In mm -hmm. the mighty name of Jesus. Anywhere mm -hmm. you may be right now, water is springing forth. Good mm -hmm. waters. Because God holds the heaven and the earth, they, are, they belongs to him. He can command anything to happen at any. He can just press a button and something will happen. That is God. So trust him. But first, know him. Be born again. Know his voice. Know the way he speaks. Know how he how he reacts to situation. Know if you the Bible is about test people's testimony. If you read their testimony, you should be you know we will be wise enough to know what to do when you are faced with a situation that need God to provide something. Because you know what God wanted is that go ahead and praise me. When you praise me, you see what I will do. Number three. Do not limit God in your thoughts. Mm. Don't limit God in your thoughts, in your speech, and in your action. Number three, what must you do to experience the, the power of Jehovah Jireh? Do not limit God in your thought process, in your speech, and in your action. Jer <clears throat> Jeremiah chapter 32. Jeremiah 32, verse 27, tells me something powerful. Aha! I mean, Jeremiah 32, verse 17. Now, I mean, verse 27, sorry. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? That's an open question to you. So you answer. There's nothing too hard for him. What must you do to experience the power of Jehovah Jireh in your life, in your marriage, in your career, in your ministry, in your family, anything? Number three, don't limit God in your thoughts. Don't think that God cannot do it. Don't say this enemy are more than you. Don't say you are like grasshopper in their eyes. Don't think defeat in your heart. Stop thinking failure. Start thinking success. Start thinking the word of God. Start thinking like God. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Romans 12, verse 2. It says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renew of your mind. Your mind needs to be renewed. That's why many people are not expressing the power of Jehovah Jireh. I say, but I call upon, I pray. Even Pastor David said we should fast, and I fasted, and nothing happened. The reason why nothing happened is because your thought is a problem. It's the main problem. You don't think like God. You need to think like God. Don't limit God. Are you faced with financial? Don't limit God. Spiritual problem? Don't limit God. Don't limit, don't box him. We try to box in God in the corner. Uh, well, last month, when I was faced with that problem, he used my friend to provide for me. And you know what you are doing this month too? You, you are waiting for your friend. God doesn't work that way. If you use last month approach to approach God, it will not work. I have seen it several times. There are many times 
that when praying for people to be healed or wanting for particularly healing, most time God will say, tell the people to lay their hand in their body. Sometimes he will say, tell them to stretch for their hand. Sometimes we say, anoint their hand. Sometimes we say, lay your hand on them. Sometimes we say, don't lay your hand on their head, but lay it on their hand. Sometimes we say, bring an object like an, you know, a mantle or handkerchief or something, or a picture and say, pray on it. Can you see it? I've mentioned about five different ways now. To the one who doesn't understand the ways of God, say, oh, last week I prayed for that sister. She was here by laying out. If you do the same for sister C, she will not receive a miracle. You must know the ways of God. That's why you must be, you must hear, and you must know how he speaks to you. You must know. So don't limit him. Don't limit in your speech. The people said they were like grasshoppers. And they couldn't receive any miracle. Are you thinking, saying, that problem is more than you? Oh, you are saying that problem will overshadow you. Well, that is what you get. But this morning, the mercy of the Lord is available. That problem will not swallow you up in the name of Jesus. You will be the one to overcome that problem in the name of Jesus. That situation will not pull your spirit down in the name of Jesus. You will be the one to overcome it in the name of Jesus. Yes, you must have that kind of, you know, that kind of mindset. Now, so don't limit God in your action now. Number four, walk by faith and not by sight. Habakkuk 2, verse 4. Habakkuk 2, verse 4, particularly verse 4b. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4b. If you are there before me, you can read. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4b. If you are there before me, you can read. I read. Behold, a soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. Can you see? Is your heart right with God? But the just shall live by his faith. You can't use my faith to live. I cannot use my wife's faith to live. She cannot use my own faith to live. Children, you need your own faith. The faith of your father is for, his, is for, his, for himself. The just shall live by his, his in fact, a portion in the New Testament tells of his own faith, personalize it. So live by faith. If you walk with your senses, Jehovah Jireh will not step in. Your senses will tell you, well, you receive $1,500 as your paycheck. The census tells you, why will you pay $150 as tight? Don't you think if you invest that $150 every month for the next 12 months, calculate it and tell me the answer. That is your sense. But then the one who was by faith, the spirit of God will say, well, your math is good. Well, look at it this way. If you sow that and give it to me as your tithe, you are sowing a seed. And whatever a man sow, he will reap. Can you see? If you walk by your senses, you cannot please God. But if you walk by faith, you will please him. And lastly, 
you need the eyes of your understanding to be opened. I have experienced God provide for me in diverse ways. He has used immediate family members. He has used people I do not even know before. I'll share two and then we'll pray. There was a time I was in need of financial um, you know, assistance some years ago. I prayed and I told God, you have done it before, you can do it again. And I went to bed. God had been using a particular source for me then. So, but at that point, because I was determined in my heart not to go to, to not to talk to any man on heart, that I want to see the power of God. I said, Lord, before I wake up, let me see uh, the good news on my phone. And I went to bed. I slept. Before I woke up, one of the sources God has been using said, I, I've been just sending, I've been calling your number. You are not picking. I sent something to your account. Heaven is my witness. Let your ye be ye. I did not tell that person anything till now. I nothing. I did not tell. The Lord of hosts is my witness. And the Lord provided miraculously. Another example, when I was coming to Canada and there was need, money was plenty. You need to pay tuition fee of over a thousand dollars thereabout, many other things. And so after God had provided the tuition fee in miraculous ways, now it was left for the ticket. And my sibling says, see, at this point, Go and look for the ticket. So I would like get one thousand. I think it was around one thousand five hundred or one thousand eight hundred dollars. Then I can't remember. Uh, where would I get it from? I was working in Nigeria. Although what I was working, what I was earning, to my friends in those days, they they, they say it's a big money. Yes, it was a big money. But <laughs> when you compare that to when you convert it to dollar, of course, you know it's like uh, you have like three hundred dollars. That's what it looked like, or even two hundred dollars. So. And I remember as, you know, the Lord, and I thank God for the company I work for. That's why you need to have good relationship with people. The CEO, not my blood brother, he just called me and said, David, uh, you see for your ticket, I'll take care of your ticket. A man who was not my blood brother, not related in any form, he was just my brother's friend, and I was working in his company in Nigeria. It was one that bought my flight ticket to Canada. Now, brethren, you need God to open your eyes. Now, as we pray, in Genesis chapter 21, Genesis 21, now we are going to read it together. Genesis 21, as we read together. Verse 19, Genesis 21, verse 19. One, two, so you unmute your devices as we read it together. One, to go. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. 
As she went, and Now, you are going to begin to pray. We have talked about five different things you can do. If you put them to work, you will have testimony at tomorrow's service. I'm telling you. If you put them to work from now, tomorrow's service, you will have testimony. Know the ways of God. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Do not limit God in your thought, in your speech, in your action. Walk by faith. Ask the Lord to open your eyes to see the solution to that problem. If you apply this, it will be well with you. Now, I want you to bow down your head and say, Father, I thank you for sending your word to me. You are Jehovah Jireh. This is God providing solutions to that problem. This is God showing you the way out. I appreciate him. I appreciate him for the word you have heard. Now, I want you to write this prayer, this five prayer point down, and you are going to pray them after the grace on your own. Now, your number one prayer is to thank him, praise him. Say, Father, thank you for your unfailing word to me. Thank you for your unfailing word to me. Prayer point number two. Father, show me your ways. I want to know your ways. Prayer point number two. Father, show me your ways. Prayer point number three. Father, beginning from today, help me to trust you with the whole of my heart. Help me to trust you with the whole of my heart. Help me to trust you with the whole of my heart. Prayer point number three. Father, Father, give me a renewed mind. Give me a renewed mind. Give me a renewed mind. Prayer point number four. Father, increase my faith. Help me to walk by faith and not by sight. Father, increase my faith. And lastly, Father, open the eyes of my eyes, Lord. I want to see you. Open, give me a high of understanding like Paul prayed in Ephesians 1. Now, if you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus. I want you to know you have, you, you, you have this hope for you if you accept Jesus. Raise up your right hand if you want to accept me. I say, Lord Jesus, I've come to you today. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, be my provider. Help me. Cleanse me from my sin. As many that pray this prayer, I pray for you. The Lord forgive you your sins. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Stretch forth your hand. Father, I thank you for your word this morning. Your word is, is joy and rejoicing in our heart. You have taught us in the last three days that you are, you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. And you have everything in your riches and glory to meet all our spiritual needs, material needs, physical name, but most time we are ignorant to how to go about it. So this morning I ask, Lord, as your people go, as they pray these prayers, Lord Jesus, please answer their prayer. Provide for them. Lord, turn things around. By tomorrow's service, the first and second, let them have testimony. That indeed, God is Jehovah Jireh in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answer prayer. The enemy will not steal this word away from you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have.